Ten Drink Minimum is a proud member of the Barillas Podcasters Guild. Chris and I am your host. Let me pull everybody back here or pull everyone into the studio. Let me open it up here. Oh man. Unmute. There we go. Cool. With this live. Hello. Hey. With this live, we have Holly Ann Bird. Hello. We have James Smiley. Hi, everyone. It, uh, it, it occurred to me that it, it, whenever I call you James, it throws people off sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know yes as it should yeah uh welcome every day today is a special day it is uh um small brewery sunday so i i went and got uh, a crowler from my my local brewery sidetrack brewing i got the pristine pilsner and i got the their mexican lager so i'm gonna pour some nice Hopefully some people support it. Is that a new thing? Small Brewery Sunday? I've never heard of it. Because it's like... I wish I'd known about it. Because there's now like black... Yeah, go ahead. There's one a block from my house. Yeah. Because there's uh, Black Friday. Then there's Mm -hmm. Small Business Saturday. Now there's Mm -hmm. Small Brewery Sunday. And then there's Cyber Monday. So it seems like every day is something... So yeah, here we go. Yeah, I'm here for it though. Cheers to everyone watching. Cheers. Oh man. I wish Cheers. I had known about that. I would have gotten some beer. Oh, I posted it on our on our Insta. I said go get it. You know what? Oh. The Instagram algorithm has been making me really mad lately. Oh. Like don't, don't even get me started. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> James does not actually have Instagram. <laughs> Which is really odd, right? <laughs> Like if someone doesn't have a Facebook, I'm like okay, but if you don't have an Instagram, I th- I, I don't know. I, that throws like, me off. Like, what are you doing with your life, even? How do you even take pictures of your food? What are you? Who are you sending that to? <laughs> Usually my girlfriends. Uh, um, yeah. Holly Ann, I got I got something that's fucking grinding my gears right now. Okay. I just wanna, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, since the last time I attacked the city, uh, oh, got, no. got got a little bit of blowback <laughs> here. I just want to know. So, okay. So, let me tell a little backstory here. So, last December, for Christmas, the city uh, got themselves a present. They got a new helicopter, brand new <laughs> helicopter, five million dollar helicopter. And they 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 wrote an article about it, and they said, "Man, with this new helicopter, we could literally fly every single day." And when I read the article, I thought maybe they were just kidding, but apparently they are not. 
Oh, no. So they have been flying the new helicopter every single day, all day long, downtown. And they fly it low enough, and it uh, rattles my apartment. And I thought I was the only one getting the helicopter fatigue. And uh-huh. no, so, so I saw an article that uh, people were complaining to the city about yeah. said helicopter. And, you know, if it's not that helicopter, it's the, you know, it's the news. It's the, you know, there's two different news helicopters. But there's just constantly helicopters flying overhead downtown. Like, uh, and when, when I say daily, it's daily. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not just like, ha, ha, ha. No, no. It's, it's pretty much daily. So uh, we had a helicopter fly over our house one day. Uh, I think somebody got, like, medevaced or something. Yeah. And our cat, so my cat has kittens. She's very protective of them. Mm-hmm. And it shook our, like, sliding glass door and all of our windows. Yeah. And she got so mad at the helicopter. Oh, my God. I'm, so, I'm, I'm with her. Um, so, I mean, every day, though? Every day. Every mm-hmm. single day. I've heard like, from other people that, work, that live downtown. It's downtown. And it's, like, there's nothing going on. Uh, there's, there's like no one down here. No one is down here. And I'm, huh. tra- I'm trying to get to the article, but I, I don't have uh, the Albuquerque Journal, so uh, I have to sit here and like a- answer all their uh, what in the survey. Hell? Yeah, and uh, I just want to get to this. Uh, I okay, I'm, there we go. I'm just trying to get because I want to tell you how much fuel that they've been using. Uh, over okay, here we go. So here's how much fuel for their their. Fun day flybys. Right. So they acquired the helicopter. It's five and a half million dollar helicopter. Um, yeah, police helicopter. This is from the Albuquerque Journal. Police helicopter noise becoming a resident concern. But uh, I wanted to talk about how much more fuel they've been using this year over last year. Um, it has it in here. Okay. So this year, uh, da, da, da. Uh, let's see. This year, the department has used $55,672 worth of fuel, which is an increase of more than 914% over last year. <laughs> what? Wow. Now, my question is, what is the result? What has come of the constant flying over of the helicopter? <laughs> you know? Like I don't understand why they need to do that. Don't either. That's are they gonna are they gonna take it away if they don't use it enough? <laughs> right. If you don't use this every day, you're gonna get it. You're gonna lose it. Use it or lose it. And the, and the mayor said he's got no problem with them doing it. I was like, oh, awesome. According, of according, not. according to the Albuquerque Journal, uh, they said this. Okay, here we go. So a spokesman for the APD says since January. The increased usage has resulted in 136 stolen car vehicles being recovered and hundreds of arrests made in felony cases. So I don't really that does does that necessarily correlate to the helicopter though? Now, if you if you're flying over and you see a smoking car sitting out in the bosque, sure, okay. But that well, Yeah, but why know. are you flying over downtown where nobody is there? Constantly. Right? Constantly. It, it's That's it's, okay. That's mind blowing. I just I don't understand what our city is doing on a number of levels. I don't either. And uh, I'm kind of over it. Ask if you know someone who lives downtown besides me. Ask them 
about the helicopters, and they will, I will guarantee. I've been seeing a lot of posts about it, so. It's, it's crazy. I've had, it's too much, you know? And uh, I just wanted to start out, you know, I hate, you know, I hate complaining, but no, I love complaining. Let's not, let's, yeah. let's not say that. I love to complain, but, um, you know, <laughs> I, I'm just tired. I have the, you know, helicopter fatigue where they fly low enough that it like shakes the building. I'm not talking, you can just hear them in the distance. It's just, they, they get down. No, low. it shakes everything. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's dumb. Yeah. I don't, dumb. so I'm over it. I'm over it. Oh, I, I'm very over it. I don't uh, even live there, and I'm over it. Yeah. Um, I know. I know a couple of people downtown, and yes, I get to hear about that. So I was living downtown. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Except for the times when everyone's honking their horns all night, or the other time when they're doing that, or the helicopters every day. Yeah. That's so, dumb. so how was? Uh, I know how Smiley's Thanksgiving was. So, Holly Ann, <laughs> how was your Thanksgiving? Um, I think Thanksgiving was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, it was different this year. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to be around a ton of people. So I yeah. went to my dad's house on Wednesday to avoid, not avoid all my step siblings. That sounds terrible, but also kind of avoid. Um, I just didn't want to be in a big group of people. Yeah. Um, and then I went to my mom's on Thursday and it was great. Uh, Danny, is finally getting to the point where she like loves all the food and eats as much as she possibly can. Oh, nice. So that was great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was kind of, it was kind of lackluster. Just, you know, it was nice, but it was, you know, meh. Meh. <laughs> Ming Chin says, "Hell's yeah." So James Smiley and I loaded up in the car on Wednesday and we drove down to Cloudcroft. And we spent the Thanksgiving with my mother and my father in Jealous. the small mountain town of Cloudcroft, New Mexico. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty. Yeah, I had, I had a really. I, I actually had a really good time, which which made me wonder. So yeah, so we ended up uh, hanging out, and it was really funny because like my dad, my dad is like a. Uh, I've known you know I've known my dad my whole life, but he has these little like nuances. And uh-huh. so he was super excited to tell James. He kept telling James about this place that was in uh, um, Almogordo, which is Almogordo. which is like their big local town because their little town is small. Right. So they drive 17 miles to Almogordo. So he keeps telling James about um, this place called Cleachie's. And he's like talking about how they have really great malts and they have really great hot dogs and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Well then, out of really, nowhere, he really hyped it up for me. He did. So then, like out of nowhere, like we're talking about like stuff, and then he's like, he's like, has James? He looks at James. He's like, you ever been to White Sands? And James is like, no, I've never been to White Sands. And he's like, well, we we should go to White Sands. And this is like <laughs> noon on Friday, right? And you have to understand, <laughs> White Sands is like forty five minutes from. It was probably about forty five minutes to an hour from where my parents live. When you say James about that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, we could definitely do that, you know, but we probably should do that before, you know, we should, you know, he says that about, no, he said about one o'clock on Friday. So I'm, yeah. you know, so we're like, yeah. And then, you know, we kind of poot around a little bit and then I'm like, well, we should probably leave soon. If we leave at three, we'll get there at four and then, you know, the sun will be going down. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Let's get around and, you know, go. 
And for people who don't know, White Sands is the largest um, collection of gypsum. Is that right, Gene? Gypsum crystals. Gypsum crystals. So yeah. it's this large, like, I mean, so you go out there and it's like it's like white sand dunes as far as the eye mm-hmm. can see. You've been there, right, Ollie? Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's it, creepy. It looks like snow. And you kind of have to like wear... It looks like snow. Mm-hmm. You have to wear you sunglasses. Pick it up and you're, and yeah. you're still like, this is snow. Mm. My brain is refusing to right. acknowledge this as anything other than snow. Right. And you have to like wear sunglasses because it reflects, the sun reflects off the gypsum sand and it can blind you. Um, so anyway, so we, we, we take off for um, Almogordo. And, you know, for, for the longest time, I've, you know, I've been away from my parents for a long time. So I, my mind hadn't clicked on what was really going on. So then we're driving into Almogordo and my father's like, well, we should probably get a drink or something before we, you know, like something to drink you know, so we're not thirsty. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's a good idea. And so we, you know, I'm thinking he's going to pull into this next gas station. Nope. We passed the gas station. So I'm like, okay, well, he'll pull into a different gas station. So we turn into El Magordo, drive past another gas station. I'm like, well, maybe he forgot he's getting a little older. No. Yeah. We pull into the Cleachies. And he's like, well, we could also get a hot dog with our, with our drink as well if you guys want a hot dog. And I'm like, oh, got it. Dad wanted a hot dog, so we went. So we, so we drive, we're going to White Sands. So then we get our hot dogs and everything, and we're going to White Sands, and we're like literally pulling in, and it's like an hour away. And there's a line because you have to drive through a gate, right? And he's like, yeah. he's like, well, if it costs money, we're gonna turn around. And I'm like, what? No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean if it cost money? Of course it costs money. <laughs> if it cost so he didn't give a shit about the white sands at all. Like he, uh, he just wanted a hot dog. He got the hot dog and he's good to go. And he's like, Well, if it costs money to get to get in, I, I we we'll just turn around. And I was like, No, I'll pay for it if that's a problem. And then we get up there and he's like a disabled veteran, so then they get we get in for free. Not only do we get in for free, they give him a card for every national park there is. <laughs> wow and it's like and i told james i was like you do when we get back i told james i was like you do realize that was all about getting that hot dog right and he's like he's like yeah i figured that out yeah yeah i did i figured out when he was like oh well, we'll just turn around <laughs> we'll just turn around <laughs> if it costs money and i was like what do you mean if it cost money what do you That's go do funny. nowadays that doesn't cost money you know because he, he was talking it up he got me i was like oh yeah oh, i haven't had a uh like a malt in forever. Yeah. I'd love to have a malt. He's like, oh, yeah, they have sauerkraut dogs too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that he, sounds delicious. He, he was so excited about it. Yeah. That's so funny. And it just made me laugh because I was like, you know, that was all about getting that hot dog, right? Had nothing to do <laughs> with going to White Sands. And then, and all he had to do is like, you guys want to drive into town and get a hot dog? And James and I would have been like, absolutely, let's go do it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that reminds me of when my grandpa, this was probably 10 years ago or more now. Yeah. But uh, my grandmother had just passed away, and uh, he had a a triple bypass, like, I don't know, 10 years before that. But he has to, like, watch what he eats, and he has to keep his weight down. And right after my grandma died, I moved in with him to, you know, help help out or whatever. And uh, I kind of restricted what he ate. And I found a bunch of Sonic wrappers in his car 
like in the back seat. I was like, what is this? And he goes, oh, I stop at Sonic for a chili cheese dog on my way home before I get there. So oh, you man. don't yell at me. Ha <laughs> ha he didn't he didn't even try to hide it, huh? <laughs> no. Like I give no fucks what you think. Yeah. I was like, Well you don't have to hide you don't have to like sneak around with your stupid hot dog, but No. no. Um it made me think of something though. When you okay, growing up in your whole life, good or bad, uh-huh. good or bad, when I say Thanksgiving, what do you think of? Good or bad? Uh I think of this one Thanksgiving where my parents let my cousin, well, my dad and I started a food fight Mm -hmm. at the Thanksgiving at our house and they let all of the kids participate. Yeah. And it was really fun. What do you think? What I'm I'm saying is like, what do you, okay. I'm not, not not thinking of like a a, a single situation, but like, what are your, what are your like the words in your head that pop in? Like, what are the oh. things that you expect? Like, what are the things that, like, happen on Thanksgiving? That, that throughout your life, the experience, what are the things that you think of that, like, oh, good or bad? Uh, mashed potatoes, stuffing, mm-hmm. and somebody getting in a disagreement. Right? Every time. Right. <laughs> Every single year. Yeah. Yes. What about you, James? Um Pizza Hut and rental movies. Oh wow, was that so? That was your Thanksgiving growing up. Still is usually if I'm around my family for Thanksgiving. Really, they don't do yeah. any kind of like dinner or. Well, I guess you know, you know, you know. Well, we order pizza because that's open on yeah. Thanksgiving. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's that's why it's like it's Thanksgiving. It's like it's always like the the your last cop huh. out. Like, shit, everything fell through. I can order a pizza. When I worked for Pizza Hut and Domino's, we were never open on Thanksgiving. Hmm? That I know of. I don't remember. Interesting. Um, what I think of, you know, I definitely think of, like, you know, turkey, ham. Um, definitely awkwardness. There's always yes, awkwardness. Like, somebody, like, passive-aggressively, you know, calling you fat. or. Yes. Saying you know something rude. Why is that? You know, why is that I a don't thing? Know. I think I think a lot of times it's like the the only maybe the first time that year that your family has all gotten together, mm-hmm. and usually there's you know maybe a cocktail or two. The tensions are mm-hmm. high, right? Um, I know that's like I remember the first Thanksgiving after my divorce. Yeah, there was like three or four people because we got divorced or I left in like September of that year. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, my family just decided it was a great time to ask me when I was going to move on and find a new man. And wow. Yeah. What is what is super fun? So in my family, we (laughs) we, Thanksgiving and Christmas are the opposite of what most people I think are. And I when I say no, most people, I always just take it from movies because I don't, you know. Yeah. So for me, Thanksgiving is like, as you know, your family, your extended family, anyone who doesn't have anywhere to go, that's like Thanksgiving for me. Um, Christmas is like my immediate family. Yeah. And that's that. Uh, I also, one year, a few years ago, I don't know, we, we decided to invite my uncle who like we have problems with uh, that I won't get into, <laughs> yeah. but we decided to like extend an olive branch 
to somebody we hadn't really had anything to do with. Right. And he threatened to push me down my parents' stairs. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and Royal and another comedian had come to that Thanksgiving and <laughs> it was awkward. Wow. <laughs> that is pretty awkward. It's one of those things where like, yeah, when I was growing up, there was definitely fights. There was definitely, yeah. I mean, like literally like fist fights, you know, someone would get mad, have too much to drink, say, you know, mm-hmm. call someone out and then, you know, choke someone through the coffee table, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there's like a lot of resentment that builds up over the year. And for whatever reason, you get together for holidays and yeah. People decide to say stupid shit. Yeah, well, see, my it's funny because, like, you know, my Thanksgiving has dwindled. As my parents have gotten older, we have less and less family. They've passed away or we don't talk to them anymore. And, right. uh, you know. <laughs> because of a few Thanksgivings ago. Right, because we, you know, cause after a <laughs> while, you know. And, I, and, I, and I, I don't know if this is, like, being older or what's going on. You just get tired, you know. You're just like, uh-huh. you're like, my life is hard enough. I don't really need to have like, you know, just because people, uh-uh. you know, because it's tradition. The word tradition is a terrible thing, by the way. Um, yeah. But like one of those things, it's like, you know what? Let's just have, you know, my family's finally gotten past like the the novelty. It's taking like 40 yeah. something years to get past the novelty of the holiday. Like my mom doesn't make a turkey anymore because nobody that's left likes turkey that much. Yeah, if you don't like turkey, don't make a turkey. If you don't like, you know, I've. What's weird is now that I have Danny in my life, mm-hmm. um, this year kind of made me realize that uh, I don't want her to have the same right. feeling I do. So when Danny's thirty years old, I don't want somebody to ask her, "What do you think of the?" You know, when when I say Thanksgiving, and the last thing I ever want her to say is fights. Yeah. Because why? It's such a waste of time. Absolutely. If there's drama or somebody makes you uncomfortable or somebody uh, pushes boundaries that they know they shouldn't, why? Right. You don't need to do it. Well, that's a thing. I feel like that that's a thing that's happened in the last like 10, 15 years where people like, you know, we've gotten away from, you know, this. The night I feel like the 1950s, you know, 1960s mentality was really strong on america and it really put this idea that like oh holidays are for family and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what's going on and then within the last like 15 you know maybe 20 years we've all decided like you know what if it's toxic and the person's toxic and what they anytime they come around and they're toxic don't need them in my life and you know if you're living in in that world where um every thanksgiving you know you're expected to go to uh uh, your parents' house or your mother and father-in-law's house or whatever, and every year you dread it, you know, like the plague, stop going. Stop, stop going. Stop doing it. Oh. And then, Let's yeah. normalize you know, getting toxic people out of our lives. Mm-hmm. I've probably mentioned this on the show before, but, yeah, after after my grandmother passed, they were, we, were at the, we were at the funeral, and the rest of our family there, who all refused to leave Arkansas, we're just all, we're never going to see you again, are we? It's like, that's nope. right. You're all that's right. Not unless you <laughs> yep. come over to, you know, Portland or Arca- or um, Albuquerque, where we all live. And we'd rather you didn't. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, actually, don't even bother. Yeah. It'll so, be weird. My dad so bye and forever. 
Go right. Ahead. Bye forever. Um, my dad and I are the type of people that I don't care if you're family or not. If you're blood related to me or whatever, I owe you nothing. Right. If I don't like you, I don't like you. And I'm not going to pretend. I'm just not one of those people. I, I physically cannot pretend to enjoy you. No. Um, and so on my dad's side, I don't feel a lot of that pressure. But on my mom's side, there's a lot of, you know, pressure. Oh, yeah. To just suck it up. And it's like, and, well, it's the holidays. You have to come. No, I don't. I yeah. actually do not. You know, we can't get your gifts. Okay. <laughs> don't want them. Cool. <laughs> yeah. You don't know me well enough to buy me anything anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just be real. Yeah. They're, like, you, you go to those things and people get you something that you... Yeah. I usually put them in a pile of things to give people I don't know. Well, I think... I don't know if it was me, <laughs> but I feel like I was the catalyst for that in my family. Because it got to mm-hmm. the point where I finally told my mom and dad, I said, you know, I'm not coming to blank holiday if such and such is there. And they said, why not? And I said, because I don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm tired of it. Right. Uh, every every year is ruined. It's ruined every year by yeah. this person. And I don't enjoy them. I actually, it gives me tremendous anxiety and I'm tired of it. And so then after, you know, that happened, my, you know, they realized, oh, wait, maybe we should do this and maybe we don't need these people. And so they stopped getting invited to the holidays. And then, you know, now they're like, it's one of those things where you stop paying attention to them and they just, they just never, you never think about them again. It's great. It's awesome. So, you know, I mean, I'm working on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, what the, the other thing is I am in like really, I actually am taking my therapy very seriously yeah. and, um, you know, that's something that my therapist has talked to me about is like people pleasing is one of the worst things you can do Yeah. and being around somebody just because you feel obligated right. is the worst thing you can do yeah. for your mental health. Yeah. It is not good for you. Like, why would you force yourself? Like if you have to give yourself a pep talk. To hang out with somebody, why right. would you do that? Right, that's insane. And, and and I get tired of this. Like, oh well, blood is the only people that you can trust, and it'd be that's ridiculous. It's absolutely. Well, and you ridiculous. know what? I'm glad you brought this up because another thing I I, I think is important to note too is like that doesn't just go for family; that goes for friends too. Right. I literally have just decided if I don't like you anymore, I don't like you anymore. Right. If you give me anxiety to hang out with you or some kind of weird obligation, like I don't want to hang out with you anymore. Right. Good. I have too much crap going on. (laughs) That's good. Don't (laughs) stop. Just, you know, walk away, people. Yes. Let it go. If you give these people room, uh, if if you give them an audience at their theater, at their show, their theater show, they will perform. And if you don't give them an audience, then, 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 you know, then they don't have anywhere to do that. And maybe, you know, hopefully they, you know. And trust me, it's hard. Ah, thanks, Michael. Yeah. Hello, by the way. Yeah. Happy small small brewery Sunday. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Last year, I stopped talking to one of my best friends in the whole world because I just couldn't take it anymore. And you know what? At first, it was very difficult. It sucked. Right. But you know what? I don't miss her now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, 
We even have this, you know, in our in our on a national scale. Once January twentieth comes, what 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 the news media should do is just ignore. <laughs> Cut the toxicity. Just ignore Just say, him. Don't give him a platform anymore. Oh, excuse me. Wow. <laughs> Holly's been imbibing in the local breweries. It's a little burpy. I know. I mean, to be honest, I'm really kind of always a little burpy. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um. So yeah, so I mean, it's just one of those things. But like, isn't it interesting? Like how I brought that up, and I was like, good or bad. What are your, your ideas of Thanksgiving? And as we dug a little deeper, all of a sudden you're like, oh, fuck. And that's, yeah. that's like the thing. Like, okay, when you watch a Christmas, a show that's like or a movie about like, a, you know, family Christmas or a family Thanksgiving, there's always like tremendous amounts of like awkwardness. And you laugh because yeah. it's real. Like it's, you know, like when, yeah. you, when, when are you getting married? Uh, did, did you get asked for a promotion at work? Did you, uh, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, they're asking what I'm drinking. It's uh, Sidetrack Brewing because uh, it's Small Brewery Sunday. I have uh, I have the Pristine Pilsner and I have the MX Lager. So for the people watching at home, I feel like on today's oh, episode, this pairs well. Today's episode pairs well with a uh, Pilsner, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, a stiff vodka drink or something. What is your um, uh, what's your go to drink for Thanksgiving? I drink wine on mm-hmm. Thanksgiving for a number of reasons. It's either wine or vodka yeah. because they're kind of neutral. Uh, wine doesn't make me feel any kind of way except for calm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, yeah. Smiley, it was great because we took Smiley with, with I took Smiley with me. My parents love Smiley. Like they, 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 they totally, you know, he, he, he tur- you know, he bartends like at our house, like, you know, not, not, yeah. there's not a bar there, but like, you know, my mom always buys stuff for Bloody Marys and then, you know, James makes Bloody Marys for us. Um, and then he kept making me red beers. Uh, James. So good. You know what? I was thinking was... this whole time you guys were gone that next year I should go with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I mean, bring Hamster and bring Danny. You and guys are just, more than welcome. My parents have a, a grip of room. I mean, once they move. Yeah. So my parents sold their house in Clovis. So there's no longer a Clovis house anymore. So when we do the, whenever COVID is, is uh, over or, or calmed down or whatever, whatever the, and, and, and you know, you, you never can't say the right thing. You say. End result here. End result. Whenever we can go back to, you know, seeing each other again. We'll do another, you know, we'll do October shows again. And so we won't have to go to Clovis anymore, which is kind of sad because Holly never got to go to Clovis. I never got to go there. It's not exciting, but, you know. You, you <laughs> I've may- been to Clovis there were, many times. There oh. were a few places. Yeah. But the places um, we used to go aren't there. Oh, so so. The, re- the reason why I was saying that is because I no longer have ties to Clovis anymore. I'm like, my parents have moved away from there and they sold their house. So. The reason why I said that, so James and I get there, and my parents have this humongous cabin house, and uh-huh. it's, it's got four bedrooms, and three. Holly's been there. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling. Think, I'm right? telling. I'm telling the audience. Three bathrooms. Yes. Three bathrooms. Um, and so my mom is like, "Yeah, you and James can, uh, uh, you know, one of you can sleep in this one room with a tw- on a twin bed, and the other one, if you want to sleep on on a couch bed." 
or you both can sleep on on the twin beds in the one room. And I'm like, there's no beds upstairs. Well, my parents sold their house and they moved basically everything they had left that they couldn't sell in Clovis to their new house. So mm-hmm. upstairs is just a mess of everything everywhere. So, <laughs> so, so Smiley and I, I'm six foot two, about 270 pounds, and I'm sleeping on a twin bed that is up against a refrigerator. So my feet are touching the refrigerator. Smiley is on the other bed. We end up going upstairs, and they have two king-size beds upstairs, but they're just covered in stuff. And I was like, we could have helped you. We're here for five days. We could have uncovered the shit and slept in the king beds. It's true. (laughs) Well, but next year I've decided, first of all, I think your parents are going to fall in love with Danny. Yeah. Oh, of course. Like, super quick. Uh but I just think it would be happier time. Oh yeah. Then we got wicked. You know what I mean? I had a, yeah. We got wicked drunk. I had a on, great time up there. Yeah, we got wicked mm-hmm. drunk on Wednesday, man. Like crazy drunk. <laughs> like we had a we had, what, what did we drink, Smiley? We were drinking beer. My dad got well, us Well yeah, we started off with beer. Yeah, my dad got us two two growlers of wheat beer from the um what's that brewery down there? The uh Clock Clock Brewing. And, yes. and it was excellent, you know. Sh- you know, shout out to Casey, the brewer there. He's such a he's such a cool dude. But uh, we had two two growlers of the wheat. Then I brought a bottle of uh, of mead, and so nice. James and I killed a bottle of mead. <laughs> then, <laughs> man, I don't remember what we were drinking after that, but lots of beer. Uh, your your dad wanted I mean, to make sure that that we knew that there was scotch and whiskey. Mm. So you got that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, my dad bought mm-hmm. bourbon. And I was like, I'm right. not drinking bourbon after all that. I I don't know how I, I wasn't I, he, hungover. He talked me into it. Oh, I don't know how I wasn't hungover, but I was. <laughs> it was okay. I was pretty hungover. For me, there's like two kinds of hangovers. They're the you wake up and your head is pounding, and for about half a day you, you take some aspirin and then you you know you're a little tired, or yeah. you wake up okay. And then as the day oh. goes on, it settles in, and then you're in for a couple days there. You're like, oh. Well, that's yeah. why you got to wake up. You have an Irish coffee when you feel that way, and Should've. then you just start all over again. Should have, yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. Oh. I mean, and here's the deal. If we bring Danny up there, we're just, you know, she knows what drunk is. She'll bring you beer if she can reach it. That's yeah. her favorite thing in the whole world. Hey, that's how I grew up, man. Probably shouldn't be saying that. <laughs> Hey, she'll fit. She'll fit right in. When I was a kid, man, I went. I saw my parents. My parents would have parties. People would come over, mm-hmm. and uh, my parents would have like. Um, it was weird because we were, you know, we were these people who lived in Clovis, and you know, we weren't the richest people on the planet. Right. Uh, actually, for a lot of my life, we were pretty poor, but like my parents were always like very politically involved, and so they would like, you know, my mom ran for, uh, God, what was it? Uh, county clerk uh my father my father she didn't win my father ran for county commissioner he won he was county commissioner for one term and then he hated it and he so then he uh he he put up one billboard for the re-election and he lost because he didn't want to win and uh, (laughs) um Anyway, so my parents were like really big in like you know the political party so we had we they would have these parties at our house like when the go- like uh, like every governor that would come visit, they would be at my house. Like I met Tony Anaya, I met Bruce King, like wow. you know, these crazy weird things. But like my parents would have like these, you know, 
I was just grew up with it. So then if my parents like went out to the bar, um, like my, my dad was an elk, which is like a oh. fraternal order. And so when I was a kid, you went to the Elks Lodge, you know, that was a place where you went and like they would have Easter scavenger hunts and I would go yeah. or, you know, it was Friday and I'd go with my parents and I would drink Shirley Temples and I'd put, put money in the jukebox, you know? Yeah, I was the same way. My, my uh, parents took me everywhere. I was uh, an only child of like young people. So they would just right. drag me wherever they went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he says I'm a pro drinker. Well, I would say, I, I would say in all honesty, if you, if you know, people talk about drinking and you know, the, the way we talk about drinking in the United States is very, um, you know, normal to us, but weird to the rest of the world. I would say yeah. I grew up very European style around drinking. It's very weird. Cause like, um, Same one night. it was never a taboo. Yeah. No. And, uh, you can ask James like, or you guys, you guys know, like you go to my parents' house and there's booze. Like they're just booze. Yeah. You know, my parents mm-hmm. are in their seventies and there's a shitload of booze. <laughs> but you well, just and you, you, know, you know jason and i were just talking about this there are some parents who are like oh we shouldn't drink around our kid blah right. blah 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 right. but you know what the kids whose parents pretended that alcohol wasn't a part of their lives right. pretended that it was the worst thing you could possibly do you know what those were the ones who were doing 21 shots to turn 21 mm. and going crazy and didn't know what alcohol was mm-hmm. and didn't know what it could do to right. you. Right. And we want to raise her in an environment where drinking a beer mm-hmm. is fine. You just don't get in a car. You don't, you don't drive a car. <clears throat> you don't do anything dumb. No. You just stay where you're at. Enjoy your time. Yeah. Don't overdo it nope. too often. Yeah. You know, well, it, See, that would have been a help for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. I had a friend that problem was my, yeah, go ahead. My mom wasn't pretending. She really didn't drink or do anything whatsoever. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a tough one, too. I mean, you know, he, he, I just feel like it's really weird. I had a friend that was like, um, they were like, I've never seen anyone handle alcohol the way you do. And when I say handle alcohol, like if you're hanging out on a Friday, like I could have five yeah. beers and then I'm like, you know what? I've had enough beer. I'm good. And then yeah. just stop and then like drink, start drinking like water or starting. And people are like, man, I've never seen anybody do that. And, uh, <laughs> and one of my friends goes, well, how do you, how do you do that? And I was like, well, I was raised a certain way. And the way I was raised is like alcohol and guns are the same thing. They're, mm-hmm. you know, they're really fun and you can have a really fun time with them. But the moment you lose respect or don't under, you know, you, you don't treat them with the respect that they deserve, somebody gets killed. And they're like, wow, I've never thought of that. I was like, yeah, alcohol's just like a gun. You know, this, you know, as, as soon as you like, you know, lose your handle on it, you know, you get in a car that- and you smash into a bus or smash into another car or smash into a right. pole and someone gets killed. And so I never drive a car. Um, you know, I don't. Uh, you don't let your friends drive either. No. I know that. For oh, a no. Fact. I tell them to. I'm like, you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> Duct tape their hands to the wheel and then and then put it in part and drive for them. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> JK. JK. You weekend at Bernie's. LOL. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Wake up. Wake up. You're driving home. No, 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 no. Um, but it's one of those things where I just grew up around it and I just have seen through my life since I was a toddler how people cannot you know they they don't uh understand moderation or understand you know uh yeah <laughs> who handle alcohol well it's interesting yeah 
you know, it's yeah. one of those things where it's like people go from zero to drunk, you know, and they don't know how to slow down or stop. Have I, have I, I got... mean, and trust me, I've had points in my life where I, you know, drink too yeah. much or act like an idiot or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I do remember that my own father taught me, my, my parents both sat me down and they taught me tricks of how to look like I drink a lot at <laughs> house parties. Nice. Because my dad, my dad's biggest fear having a daughter was that I would go to house parties in high school like everybody does. Nerd. <laughs> and that, you know, something bad would happen. Like I would do something dumb or somebody else would do something dumb or whatever. Right. And he was like, look, if you want to have a couple of drinks, do that. You want but to have two or three forties. Go for it. <laughs> right. You want to drink a whole bottle of whiskey. <laughs> fine. But my dad also said, if you feel like you're getting pressured to drink and you don't feel like drinking, here's some things you can do. So I used to dump beer and mixed drinks and jungle juice in people's parents' plants. I'm sorry if I killed your parents' plants when I was in high school. But I would just walk around the house and find things I could dump like a sip or two worth of alcohol in. And people thought I was drinking. Wow. Hey, you know what? You weren't. The but it nerd. also made me feel safe to call my parents if I was in trouble, right? Because right. I knew that they were—they weren't cool with it. They didn't want me to do dumb shit, but they knew it was going to happen, right? So, open dialogue was a thing. Know when to say when, dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice for me. They had to eventually just take away my license, and I was like, you know what? That's fair. Oh. <laughs> I did. I oh, fucked. No. I, I fucked That's it. fair. Anyway. Take it. Here you go. Yeah, this yeah, is good fine. for you and good for me. <laughs> I feel take good a... about this thing. Just take my license. We're away. gonna take your driver's license. You're like, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think I should do this. You're right. <laughs> oh man, oh. <laughs> that's a rough one. And it, and it's so weird, like throughout this time, like seeing how many people, like I've had, I'm 45, I've been drinking since I was 18, um, so you know, 20 something years. I've seen so many people get DUIs, and oh, yeah. in the last what 15 years, it's the worst because like here in New Mexico, you get one DUI, then you know, it's almost I, I hate to say it's a scam, but it is a scam. So in New Mexico, as soon as you get a DUI, before you even go to court, they have two trials. They have a, a, the, the main trial, and then they, the, D, the MVD has a trial. But if you get if yep. you, like if the cops basically if the cops say that you, uh, um, you know you got a DUI, they immediately like take your license away. You have to yep. go into MVD and you have to get a new license, and it's an interlock license. And then you immediately have to go and get an interlock put in your car. Start, and it's very expensive. Yeah, you have to pay for it. You have to buy buy a new license. Yep. You have to have the interlock put in your car, which costs a certain amount of money, and then you have to start paying yep. a monthly fee to have it calibrated. And that's yep. all before you even go to um, court to be uh, found guilty. And then when you go to court, you have to take classes that also cost money. Well, well hold and on. I had a friend that like beat it. <laughs> And he was like he had six months really? of the six months of the interlock, right? So after the four during the fourth month, he went to trial and he beat it, but he still had to fulfill the six months of interlock, and that's how I was. Oh yeah, like, because you have a contract. Because you have a contract, yeah. and I was like, see, that's a scam. That's a fucking scam. Okay. Right oh yeah. 
You guys want to hear a crazy story from my time with my ex-husband? Yeah. I, I beat mine, and I still don't have a license. You beat your ex-husband? Wow. Jesus, James. <laughs> I beat her. I, I, I did. Wow. I don't get that license either. Guys, I didn't know that was going <laughs> to come out on this show. Uh, I grew up in a town where alcoholism is an issue. Many, unfortunately, don't know when enough is enough. This is a listener. That's true. That is very true. You're very true on that. And sometimes with these small towns, you 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 get uh, um, people who, you know, there's no ambition. They don't make it out of town, and they just kind of you yeah. know drink, and that's all they can do. You know, drinking is their they ambition. Just stay there. Uh, all right. So my ex-husband had a DUI after leaving his best. So this is before we were even together. Before we even met, he got in trouble. He got a DUI. For leaving his best friend's bachelor party, he hadn't even had that much to drink. Um, he went outside to warm up his diesel. Oh yeah, um, it was winter time. And That's a euphemism for masturbation. He had to warm up his diesel. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> to turn the glow plugs on or masturbate, I don't know which. <laughs> and the cops were waiting outside of the strip club or whatever. Um, anyway. Long story short, he got a DUI. He never went to court, so he had this huge warrant. So fast forward a couple years later, I meet him, did not know this. He got arrested, which the sheriff of the small town we lived in told him, hey, we're about to do a warrant roundup. If I see you out driving, I'm going to have to arrest you. Just go take care of your shit. Um, So he got arrested because he was an idiot. Um. And so he had to get the interlock. Well, he was a, a pretty damn good mechanic, and he had a bypass switch mm. in his board. And so he could just turn it on. He could he bypassed the starter in his Ford Ranger, and he you know he had to pay for the interlock. But he literally was such a drunk that he had to put a bypass switch in his truck wow. so that he could drive drunk. That's that's something. That's you know, that <laughs> you're like basically like you know I get it. If he would have said, "Hey, he put a bypass on it because it's fucking annoying," I'd have been like, "Okay." Yeah. But you're like, he knew he was gonna drink and drive, and he's like, "Well, don't want to get caught again. I better just." I fix mean, this. I think it was a little of both. I yeah. I know that it was a little bit annoying because he did work out of town a lot, so he would drive yeah. and then he'd have to stop, pull over, blow in the thing. Yeah. You know, well, that is annoying, and I understood that. But mm-hmm. I think that the m- biggest motivation is that he drove drunk every single day. Well, and he didn't care. I know that there were, uh, when they first came out, like people would get um, the uh, duster that you clean your computer with, uh, the spray uh-huh. can duster, and they would spray that in there. So they changed it because yeah. it was, you used to have to just blow in it. And if your breath had yep. alcohol in it, then boom. So people would take the, the, the computer duster and blow it in there, and it would beat it. So then what they <laughs> changed it to, you put your mouth on it, and you have to, you have to hum. You go, uh, yeah, for a certain and, amount of time. Yeah, and that, that beat the that, – that got past the duster thing, so. Yeah, it did not get past the uh, bypass switch, though. How, how did I know? Yeah, he would just shut it off, huh? I mean, they, yeah, you know, so, if you know what you're doing, well, I'm sure you can. The starter fix it. was just not even near where yeah. the the thing interfered with the starter. Well, what did he do? Question. So, so I have a question about this. So did he? Yeah. So when you have to take it in for calibration, did they not see the bypass? 
They did not. Because they're just checking, because they're lazy, and they just probably check and see if it's... Uh-huh. You know, so he would blow in it every uh-huh. day. Uh-huh. Okay? So that way it would show... Because it would be suspicious uh-huh. if he just didn't blow in it, right? Mm-hmm. So he would blow in it every day so that it would have a reason Got or it. whatever. It would register but that he, he was driving, yeah. Yeah, but he had a bypass switch under the driver's seat of his car, and they never saw it. Wow. Yeah. And it seemed insane to me. It's like just blowing the damn thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and then like now, um, so there's people who get it put in their car and they're like, well, I'm just not going to drive ever. Yep. And you have to drive. Like you have to drive the car. Like that's a part yeah, of it. That's the messed thing. up. Yeah. So for t- one thing, that means you have to have a car to get your license back. Right. Well, I mean, and what do people do that don't have a car anymore? Because here's the deal. Sometimes DUIs affect your job. And then you can't pay your car payment. So what happens then? Huh. What are you supposed to do if you don't have a car anymore? Yeah, I don't know. I guess they don't care as long as you're paying that monthly bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't give a shit. I don't know. So, yeah, that's a weird deal. That is that is a wonderful predicament I'm in. Yeah. So that's, and I mean, that you know, of course, that's, that you know, that's totally New Mexico because we used to have such a problem with DUIs. It was such a problem. We were number one in the United States, I believe, at one point. Yeah. Because of while. because of the guy that was uh, a long time. Well, <laughs> mainly because of the guy who said his hometown was you know full of alcoholism, and uh, you know Gallup, New Mexico. But uh, it's I don't think we're that. I don't know who the number one is now. Number one state. It was an exciting day when we dropped from number one. Oh, it was. Like, it was a big thing. Oh, what? wow. Okay. All right. Here we go. Most states with... Ooh. Interesting. Let's see here. Hold on. Hold on. We'll Watch do this. Still us. We'll do this. In, uh... <laughs> it went back up. Did you guys hear... <gasps> Speaking of drug drivers, did you guys hear about the box? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, because it's right down the street from me. Someone... Uh... Everything where the fuck is somebody getting that drunk in the middle of the day in the middle of the fucking day someone got drunk and drove through the box theater yeah yeah what yes drove their whole ass car i'll find it i'll find the picture hold on uh i didn't hear about that that's crazy what is her name name? yeah there it is uh yeah i'll show you the photos is this the person i mean obviously maybe this person is going through a lot yeah. Speaking of alcoholism. <laughs> right. But it's like it was middle you know. it was like uh, like middle of the day. Oh, this isn't the right person. Dang it. I was like, where the fuck are you getting that fucked up right now? Uh what is her name? Um hold on. I'll find it. Yeah, this way maybe. Maybe, maybe. Let's see if he posted it. No, Doug didn't post it. Well, it's not like there's any bars open, so they could just be getting up at five in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was like, with what their, the fuck? With, with their Irish coffee, just right. like, all right, I'm gonna run some Is errands it? later. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, Maybe there, we should ask John Bones Jones or whatever. Didn't he get a DUI last time we got shut down? Yeah, dude. He was like, he was over there at the <laughs> at a private party at Knockouts, and. He was, you know, partying it up at knockouts. Then he went out on Central and shot his gun up in the air, which I, which I heard because I, you know, live right by Central. 
and then uh, the cops heard about it, so they went looking for him, and he got pulled over, and he was you know drinking, and they found the uh, shell casing. So here you go. Here's hey. the picture. But yeah, someone drove yeah. through the box. This is middle of the day. Look at this. Yeah. Like, okay. They hit the street light and then went right through the fucking front of the box theater. It's like, jeez. Oh my god. I know. As if that business hasn't been through enough this year. No. Right. Everyone had a party that they found out we were number one. Brought us back in. Oh, so that's what I was gonna do. So before we go to break. Or no, I'll t- I'll tease this. We'll go to break. I'll tease this. I want you guys to 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 try to figure out. This is uh, insurf- insurfi.com. and this is the states from um, with the most DUIs. And this article, let me see when this article came out. If it tells me, I hate when they don't give you a date. You know. Well, let me see. Hold I on. I hate it. Uh, let's okay. Let's do backgroundchecks.org. Maybe that's better, right? Okay, yeah, this is much better. Sweet. Oh yeah, because I get to see where we're at on this one. Yes. Okay, I want you guys to try to figure out where we are in the top. Should I do twenty? Yeah. So we're in the top twenty. Okay. I'll do. T- okay, we're in the top ten. Oh. oh so good. I want you to that. figure out where we're located. Okay. Which is not, I'll, and I'll give you a hint. We're not number one, and I want you to guess who number one is. Okay. This is states. Yeah. That are the worst for DUIs, and we'll tease that for the second hour. So, uh, perfect. Do you guys have anything to promote? Oh, um. So, I have. I made this today. Ooh, that's pretty for cool. For my holly shiny things. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me. Oh, thank let, you. Before you. Don't take it down yet. There you go. Cool. See if I can get it without the light. Yeah. So this is a jewelry box. Very cool. And it has mountains. This is the lid. It's super yeah. glittery. Oh. Everything's super glittery. That's really uh, cool. Oh, yeah. The, the, the bottom of this is really pretty. Um, And this will probably be listed tomorrow or the day after on my Etsy um, you can also get custom jewelry boxes made uh, for Christmas, and you just have to head over to Holly's underscore tiny things on uh, Instagram, and you can find me on Etsy, which is just Holly's tiny things. Nice. And that'd be great. Nice. Um, James is going to go back to work soon. So, oh, hopefully. So he's going to be in more stuff, but you what? Tell him what you're in. Um. All right, right now you can uh, always find me on uh, Hulu or the N- NBC app mm-hmm. in uh, Midnight, Texas, or The Brave. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, if you're on uh, Netflix, uh, you can look for me in the background on Daybreak, which is nice. I, I, it's one of the only shows I've been on that I'm like, you should watch it. It's really good. Yeah. And uh, so I do want to tease again. Someone's already saying states. Uh, wait till after the break. We're going to find out which states have the most DUIs. <laughs> Uh, where New Mexico is on that list, uh, who's number one, who is the best at it. You know, may, think of all those things. Who Who's the best at not having DUIs? Um, oh, the best at not having DUIs, right. that's all. Who's the, yeah. um, so I'm on, uh, I do this podcast, but I also do another podcast. It's called What's Up ABQ. Check it out. Um, uh, I'm taking over 
for one of the hosts. Her name is Lindsay Freeman. She moved to Portland, so she can't really do What's Up ABQ from Portland anymore. So, I'm sad she left. I just met her. Oh, I know. <laughs> so uh, check it out. It's a podcast about what's you know what's going on in Albuquerque. We talk to different people, and uh, you know I get more access than I did probably doing this show because people are like, oh, hey, be on my show. It's called Ten Drink Minimum, and they're like, <laughs> but if I say, hey, be on my show, What's Up ABQ, then they're like, oh, okay. And hopefully it'll help bring more guests to this show where they're like, oh, I know Chris. He's not, you know, a crazy person. So, <laughs> and then as we spend the whole hour talking about DUIs, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. Um, we do our we do this show every Sunday from six to eight p.m. You know, most uh, last week we did it on Saturday because Bell's Brewery asked us to. And uh, when the number one brewery in the United States asks you to do something, you do it. So uh, that yes. was that was also go check that show out. And uh, donate to the storehouse, you know. Uh, right now, yes. it's the holidays and food pantries are, you know, they're they're at their, you know, they're they're struggling. So donate money to the storehouse. Um, you can go on our website, set website tendringminimum.com. We have a, a poster on there, and you can scan the QR code and you can donate to the storehouse. By all means, do that. So food pantries, you know, keep New Mexicans uh, fed. And very you know, true. And right now, people are you know no one has you know a lot of people are out of work and people don't have food. So go donate to the storehouse, and it, and it's a storehousenewmexico.com. I think it doesn't take ten drink minimum to watch. It does not. It does so, not. Yeah. So there's that. And then our you know we have our website tendrinkminimum.com, our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook, at you know add us and all that. It's all through our website. And uh, we definitely drink when we do the show. You should as well. But always remember, never get too drunk. To jerk. Tendrinkminimum.com. The Holiday Market from Braille Yards Market and Downtown Growers Market is virtual and open for shopping through December 10th. The online shop features 100-plus local farmers, food producers, artisans, and wellness vendors. Keep it local this holiday season and support small New Mexico businesses. Shop all vendor producers in one cart with one payment. It's safe, quick, and convenient. SNAP and PEBT is accepted, and the Double Up Food Bucks program offers half-off produce for SNAP and PEBT cardholders. Pick up your orders curbside, drive through at the rail yards, Sunday, December 13th from 10.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. To shop and for details, head to railyardsmarket.org or downtowngrowers.org. I sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or Back from the dead with a shaved head. Ten drink minimum. 
it's the last party of the weekend, and because you heard Billy playing in the in the break, that means we're in the Billy slash Wavy hour. So let me bring everybody back in. We have with us once again Holly Ann Bird. Hello. And as always, James Smiley. Well, thank you, Chris. <laughs> I saw the greatest. I'm uh, always here, but thank you. <laughs> I saw the greatest meme. They were like, uh, they were like interviewer. So uh, right here, there's a four-year gap in your in your resume or in your job history. And he says, "Yeah, I was it." They're like, "Where were you?" And he's all Yale. And they're like, "Oh, nice." And uh, they're like, "They're like, what did you do after that?" And he's like, "Or they're like, oh, when can you start?" And he's like, uh, "Anytime." He said, "Anytime I'm ready for the job." <laughs> it's like, that's great. <laughs> Oh, man. Where were we at for four years? Yale. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. Uh, so we teased something for the break. I mean, we were talking about uh, DUIs in the first hour, and uh, it's a very <laughs> heavy conversation. I will say well, that uh, with that, it's Small Brewer Sunday, so I went and picked up two crawlers from uh, my local brewery. even says it on the can. It says... Uh, Thanks. For, uh, where, where was it at? No, it was on. Was it on this one? I don't. Know, one of them. It said your neighborhood pub. Okay, that's where it says. Yeah, and it is. It's my neighborhood pub. Um, I mean, there's Bose Brewing, there's Sidetrack Brewing, there's Red Door Brewing, all within two blocks of my. Well, within four or five blocks of my house. So, so enjoy, enjoy. Like even though we're in COVID, you guys can go pick up crowlers and growlers. Just, and please do. Yeah, because we, you know, we've we've lost a couple. I guess we haven't really talked about this. Um, we've already lost a couple of breweries and uh, indoor distilleries due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't have confirmation on this, but I heard this. I saw this on Facebook. So Black Snout Brewing, which I've never been to, uh, it looks like oh. they they haven't posted since March. And somebody said that they went by there, and the place said it had a for rent sign on the building. Oh no! So that's not good. Hopefully, They're somebody really nice people too. Yeah, hopefully somebody can f- confirm or deny that. But uh, one that one that really hits close to home, though, is our our good friend Matt at uh, Broken Trail Brewing and Distilling has closed his doors, and there has not been a better friend to this show. No. Then Broken Trail Brewing and Distilling. We did our 10-year anniversary show there. Um, anytime I was like, hey, Matt, can I, uh, you know, we need a keg for, you know, Road to Riches or we need this or we need that. Matt would do his best and usually went above and beyond and almost never would let me pay. Maybe that's why he's gone under. But, you know, he was such a great dude. He was so, he's such a – well, he's still alive. He's such a great dude. So <laughs> – well, and because of that, uh, we will miss Broken mm. Trail, and right now we are yeah. brokenhearted. Right. And one thing I hope is maybe it wasn't the right fit for him, and you know this was the thing that sends him on his path to do what he was meant to do. So who you know, it it was really sex that this was his dream, you know, and and yeah, <clears throat> people always say follow your and dreams, you know. He's one of the best dudes mm. that I've ever met in my life. He's so, just so sweet and so caring. And yeah. So, the the moral of the story is support. You know, we we have to still support. We still have to help in uh, in any way we can. 
and um, so my thing is, is I saw it was Small Brewery Sunday, and I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't bought Crowlers and stuff in a while, so I went out and bought some, and, uh, you know, I, I need to do more of that, and I need to do more of my part to help make sure that, uh, you know, all these great local breweries that uh, should make it do make it, you know. I think a place should close down if it's not uh, if it's not good enough, you know. I mean that's just yeah. you know that's how it is, and I hate to see ones that close down because they're you know because just because it's you know, yeah shitty. Uh, what about differential? Are they still open? So as far as I know, yes. And I drove by yeah. differential the other day whenever I I went to pick up James, and they've actually done a lot of work to their patio over the COVID. Yeah. you know they've done a lot. There's like they have all kinds of covering now. I was kind of shocked. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, like so, I said, if I'd known, I was like, oh, dang. They're like yeah. a block away from me. I, I could just run yeah, over there. You should have. But uh, anyway, you know, yeah, go for it. And there are some breweries that, um, yeah. you know, uh, deserve, not deserve, but I mean, I hate to use the term deserve, but mm-hmm. um, there are some places that are doing better than they should. Right. Let's just say that. And not only that, but there are some places that I don't think are going to make it past COVID. And, of course, it's sad for the people who own it. Mm -hmm. But also, like, make room for the breweries that are really putting the work in and treating their employees well and have taken care of people. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think true colors have been shown through this pandemic in in a number of ways. And, um, you know... Speak with your dollars is well, all I'm going to say. I'll say this, and this is as 100%. This is 100. This is 100. If we talk about a brewery on this show or a distillery or something, we put our weight behind it. And when I say we put yep. our weight behind it, you know, we, we go and the, the beer is good or the, the alcohol is good and the people are good. You yes. Know? <clears throat> I go to Sidetrack. Dan and Ann are amazing people. Always oh, amazing. They take care of their workers. Like I, I've you know known several people who've worked there. They love working there. The clientele is great. The atmosphere is great. Um, Bell's Brewing. You know, working with Silas. We talked to Silas. Bell's Brewing is out of Michigan, and I usually wouldn't support an out-of-state brewery, <laughs> but Bell's Brewery is such a great brewery. They are trying to go non-GMO. They take yeah. care of their workers. Silas, who used to work for another local brewery, is better taken care of from Bells than he was anywhere in New Mexico. And, mm-hmm. you know, he, he talks such good things about the company and the things that they do. Like they do solar power. They have um, uh, huge windows up on the roof of the, of the brewery so they, ha- they don't have to use lighting during the day. They can use natural lighting. Just different things to just be... Uh, more green, more GMO, non-GMO, right. and you know, th- those are people that I, I I can get behind. And, yeah, and that stuff really is very important. Yeah, um, I'm with somebody who studied like science and wildlife science. That's what Hamster did before mm-hmm. brewing. Um, but you know, the funding for national forests was cut, so his job got cut, and then he got into brewing. But yeah. He cannot tell you enough how much of a trickle effect right. things like that are have on so many things, like little furry creatures out in the forest. Absolutely. 
And, you know, so we, we really support the breweries here that, you know, we, we love. And, yes. you know, you know, sometimes you go to a brewery and, you know, you're like, well, I don't like this beer. I don't like that beer. And, you know, for me, it's like, I'll go and, you know, I try to find the best beer I can yeah. with, with the best people I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's definitely places that are really amazing. They make amazing beers. And I don't know. <clears throat> and, and then you meet the people and you're just like, and you hear stories Meh. and you hear bad stories yeah. about them and da, da, da. Another one that's amazing. Santa Fe Brewing can't say enough great yeah. things about them. All they do, oh, yeah. all, anytime we've ever had any dealings with them, just going to say, so, you know, support local, but, you know, support good people, you know? Yeah. Also, the wait staff at Red Door, uh, yeah. they are all uh, like family to me. I like and Red the head Door. Brewer. Yeah, and the head brewer of Red Door is also very close to us. Obviously, you know, Hamster worked there for years. Uh, but even before I met Hamster, I loved the people who work there so yeah you know that's another one that yeah. i can get behind i put i posted a thing on instagram good people drink good beer but also good yeah. people make good beer you know yes absolutely you know, just saying so oh. anyway let's get on to what we tease here all right so we teased <laughs> something before we went to break we were talking about duis and how new mexico used to be the number one dui state in the country and like people were talking about how like whenever we found out we were no longer number one, we're actually pretty excited. Someone said we partied so much we went back to number one, but eh, I don't think that happened. But <clears throat> so we're gonna do this is from backgroundchecks.org. And let me see where if that has a date on it. I would like to really know when this was. It doesn't. Hopefully this is new. Um let me see if I can see a number in here. No, 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 no. Well, we're just going to say it's probably, I don't know. Okay. This is from, let's see, 2018. I say that's pretty close. That's pretty Pretty yeah. close. Okay. So we're going to go 2018 backgroundchecks.org. So we're going to, you know, try to figure out. Here's, here's, here's what we're going to try to figure out. Let me make the banner here. Um, let's see. Uh, first of all, where is New Mexico on the top 10 DUIs? Do you mean New Mexico? Yeah, I said New Mexico. Sorry, did I say New Mexico? Where is New Mexico on the top 10 DUIs? So here, here's the, there you go. So we're not number one. I gave you that hint. Are we doing... My top 10 DUIs? No, 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 no. Where is New Mexico on the t No, we're not doing the Dean Smiley's top 10 DUIs. You haven't had 10. You've had three. <laughs> Only the ones I had to go to court yeah. for. There's all the ones I just got ushered away. Yeah. And talked my way out of it. <laughs> Jesus, James. <laughs> I was I was young and charismatic. Yeah. I, got away, I got away with a lot of stuff I shouldn't have. Yeah. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so we're asking right now, where is New Mexico on the top ten list of DUIs? Where do you guys think it is? Uh, I'm gonna say number five. Okay, James. I'm gonna I'm gonna be optimistic and say seven. <laughs> 
This is only the time. Yeah, you exactly. Got cut. Okay. Only the times I got cut. So, anyone in the chat want to oh, guess? In the not... top ten, in the top ten, where is New Mexico on the list? I'll I'll give you guys a, you know about thirty seconds. So, where do you guys think New Mexico? So, so Holly said five. James mm-hmm. said seven. Because he's optimistic. I'm optimistic. All right. So Michael Lucero says four. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give a little bit, little bit more time for someone else to guess. Where is New Mexico on the top ten DUIs? Because yeah. I must have gotten pulled over for DUI at least five times before they bothered to give me a ticket. And uh, I will say this: two of you are close of the three of you. Ooh. I'm off then. Nobody has hit it. Nobody's got it. So, all right. So, no one else has answered. So, New Mexico, who used to be number one for DUIs, is now number six. So, Holly oh. and James were the closest. Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys are right there. Right in between there. Yeah. <laughs> there are five other states now way above us. Not way, but above us. Now, with that, with that, and and anybody watching can guess this is not just people on the show. What state do you think now is number one for DUIs? I have a few guesses. Okay. So I'm going to give each of you three guesses. Okay. Because there's 50 states. You know it's not New Mexico. So you you have 49 states to choose from. I'm going to give you three guesses. Go ahead, Holly. My first guess is Arkansas. Okay. I'm going to let you guess all three. All three. Okay. I'm going to say Arkansas, Texas, Mm -hmm. Florida. Okay. James? I'm going to say Alaska, Nebraska, and maybe South Dakota. Wow. Wow. James didn't get number one. James got number two, though. He did. Nice. He did. Um, and I think this is all per capita, by the way. I want to say, well, maybe not. No, it's not. <laughs> wow. It is just by arrests. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, no, maybe it is. Okay, it's, it's DUI arrests. I'm trying to figure out how they make them number one. Hold on, guys. I'll be right back. Okay. So James has hit. Okay. So Mike Lucero says Florida, Texas, and Illinois. Um, Actually, none of those, none of those are in the top 10. Holly said Florida, Texas, and Arkansas. Hold on. None of those are in the top 10. And you said what, James? Alaska, Nebraska, or South Dakota. So you hit two of the top ten. So South Dakota is number two. Which, if you actually go by arrests, they're, wow, holy shit. So this has to be, okay, I'm trying to figure out how they're they're calculating. Uh, let's see. What they're going by. Let me see if there's a thing at the bottom. Well, I used to I used to uh, live in Nebraska because mm-hmm. my mom worked at the um, 
Oglalacorta Indian College yeah. in South Dakota. And I know they have a, a at that point they were right behind us. Okay. They were right behind New Mexico. Like South really Dakota. So problems. South Dakota's number two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what makes this what's putting this state at number one. It's not arrests. It's not uh, you know, states with the worst DUI problems, but I don't understand what they're calculating it by. Maybe I should go with the most arrests, right? Those, I, no, I, I can't do that. You can't do that because then it's like, because it goes by, yeah, it fucks up the population. Sorry, yeah, guys, I had a roommate work. issue. Oh, that's okay. So, <laughs> what is Mitchell doing now? So, so Holly Ann, <laughs> James got number two. Oh, okay. He got South Dakota. South okay. Dakota. So you said what, Holly? I said Arkansas, Texas, mm-hmm. Florida. None of them in the top ten. What? None of them in the top ten. These are with the worst problems. Oh, well, it probably means they're more lenient. Let's be real. Yeah. Exactly. That's like getting uh, I don't. I don't think. Let's see. Hold on. Let me look at it. Happen. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying you're far off. I'm just saying the three states you said are not in the top ten. I know. I'm saying they're probably like one of them is close. So, but I, I, I think you guys are going to be very shocked at the number one state with the DUIs. No one's got it. And I don't well, think apparently you, you it's know. not us. So no, it's not us. We're number six. Yeah, we had uh, in 2018 6,500 arrests. Um, fatalities, we were way down from what we usually are. Like it does a negative positive. It doesn't tell you. So we had five deaths per 100,000 for the year, 100,000 people. So who do you who – well, So you now, you've now eliminated those states. So go guess again. Let's see if you guys can figure this out. Hmm. Okay. Because I would have never guessed. Uh, I would have never guessed in a million years. Washington D.C. That's not a state. It's a district. That's a. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think because you said I would never guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Oklahoma. Mm. Not in the top mm-hmm. ten. Um, Rhode Island. <laughs> and. Okay. Rhode Island, not in the top ten. Really? Nope. Um, trying to think of what would be shocking. Okay. I think I'm decent. Mike Lucero says Idaho, West Virginia, and Iowa. Oh. Idaho is nineteen. West Virginia is yeah. West Virginia is thirty-one, and Iowa is twenty-eight. So not in the top ten. So those are all knocked out. Huh. Do you want me to tell you number one? I said Montana. Yes. Is that it? You said Montana, number three. Damn, James is on. He got number two and he got number three. Dang, he's good at this game. Now, now, James, you're close. You're you're knocking on the door. Ah. I know, right? I figured out the second <laughs> and the third. No, no, but I, I mean, I'm talking about regional. Now I gave you another hint. 
I just just give it to me. You guys, you guys want to know what it is? Give up? I give up. I don't know. The great state of Wyoming. Oh. Wyoming. James is very close. Montana, man. You were, I was like, holy shit, that's close. So Wyoming is number one. South Dakota, number two. Montana, number three. North Dakota, number four. And Mississippi, number five. Someone said wow. Kansas. No. Kansas, also not in the top ten. So it's weird because it's all these rural states. Wyoming, South Dakota, Montana, I think North that Dakota. doesn't surprise me, though. Yeah. That's where you get DUIs. Yeah. I, I yeah. think it has to be this. North, North, North Carolina, South Carolina are in the top ten. Alaska is number nine. Wisconsin, number ten. Which Wisconsin, you would think, would be number one. Those people drink like crazy. <laughs> they now, do, but they know how to be responsible uh, with it. Okay. You have to do the ratio in your head of, yeah. like, what place has better transit. Now. <laughs> that, too. That's a big one is probably transit. So mm-hmm. here's another. I think that's our biggest problem here in New Mexico. Our transit sucks. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. Which is why it's we gotten went down. better. I, I think that's but... why we went down. Lyft and Uber and, uh, you know, yeah. Rail Runner. I don't there's know. A, there's a Rail Runner, so you can, yeah. you can actually get back to your own town without being like, well, well I have so... to try I like that you. I like. I like what you guys are thinking. Because now I want you to pick what is the state with the least amount of DUI. Which DUI? I shouldn't say least DUIs, because the article is states with with the most problems. So what state has the least? Um, Three guesses, and you know which ones are the worst. So. Oh man, this no. seems harder. Now, now think. Um, no, no. Think about what you just said. You said. Yeah, so transit. I'm gonna say New York. Okay. Um, who has good transit? New York. Mm. I'm also thinking of places you walk a lot. Mm -hmm. So New York. Yep. Pennsylvania, maybe. Um, I got Illinois on my list. Okay. Yeah, like Chicago. Um, or like maybe Dallas because they also are like a bigger city with but, probably pretty well, good, but not transit. city. We're, we're talking state. Remember, Texas oh. is a big oh. state. Then not Texas. Never yeah. mind. Don't don't. We already said Texas uh, oh, was Colorado. number. Texas was I'm number put eleven. Colorado on there. So what? What were they again? I'm gonna say New York, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Colorado. Okay, Colorado is one of is in the top. 20 of bad oh um pennsylvania is like 33 new york though however is where was that one at i saw it uh 44 wow so not not close so james what do you got uh well i also guessed new york Mm -hmm. uh illinois okay and I don't know why, but I'm thinking Arizona. Okay. Arizona is... Oh, wait, it's is, the four corners. That's a bad one. Arizona's number 20 for bad... Number 20 overall. Yeah. Uh, New York. You said New York as well? I said New York and Illinois were my... You want to change the New York one? Because you already said it. Okay. Um... 
Well, geez, I don't know who else would be better. Mass Transit. Giving you a hint. Uh, who else has good Mass Transit? Just like New York. <laughs> Think about it. California? California is 36 overall. So you're really close with Illinois. Illinois was 48. Wow. Think of big cities. What are big cities, man? What are the big cities in the United States? New York. What's number two? Uh, New York, Chicago. What's number three? L.A. uh, Who else? Portland? Bigger than Portland. Oh, yeah, well, I don't even think. Um, Boom. We have a winner. We have a winner. Oh, Boston. Boston. Ah, you, have a, you have a big city and a small state. You're Is not, that number one? That's the or best. Or number 50 or whatever. Yep. The best of the best. The best. Wow. Mm. Hey, let's go to Boston. All right. Yeah. You just walk over to the pub. You're not driving. Yeah, I yeah. want to go to Boston. Right, I mean, right. Boston, trip, Boston Mass. Gonna pack Let's the cag go of the party. Boston. Sam but Adams. Donnie Wahlberg is there. I'm down. Let's go. We're gonna have a party. Actually, I think he lives in Chicago now. But does he really? Fine. That's weird, right? Yeah. He can't live in <laughs> Chicago. That's not allowed. I know he lives in kidding. Illinois with uh, uh, Jane. What's her name? Jane oh, Jenny Gar- McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Who was she married to before she was married to him? I don't know. She was in a relationship with Jim Carrey for a while. That's who it was. And then she made him like all autism crazy and and then now now, yeah. But they are super cute together. Who? I watched their reality show. Uh Donnie and uh Jenny McCarthy. Oh, it's Donnie. It's not even I thought okay. Donnie Wahlbeg. Wahlbeg is Donnie's the hot one. Then there's Marky Mark. Are you serious? So I had to explain to someone about Marky <laughs> Mark because they were like, I was like, you know that Mark Wahlberg, they were talking about Donnie being in a band. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, in music. And I said, Mark was also a musician. They're like, no, he wasn't. I was like, yeah, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And they were like, I'd never heard of that. Weren't they? Bo- they wow. both were in New Kids on the Block, no, right? No, just- it was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And then Donnie, Donnie. Wahlberg was in. And then they have the other brother who makes hamburgers. He just fucking stresses <laughs> out and makes hamburgers. He makes hamburgers Hamburger. all day. I just get all Boston. I'm like, he makes hamburgers all day. Never <laughs> been there, but, you know. But Donnie is the hottest of the Wahlbergers. Yeah. Wahlbergs. Yeah. Uh, it's weird because, like, Hawaii, of all states, is, like, number 30 on this list. Wow. Like, sure. I, would think I, they I almost would have guessed like that. Yeah. But I think they'd have a bunch. You would think that. Really? So Texas is number eleven. So all these big like rural states have DUIs. But you're right; yeah. it's because of no transit. Yeah, huh. I mean, I think that was our number one problem until you know Uber yeah. and what's the other one? Lyft, Lyft yeah. and then also the bus system has improved. Yeah, but well, I still there's also- think. There's also we got that rail runner in there. Well, you, you have the, the you have the art stop. bus, which helps out because you don't want to get in your car because you think the, the art bus is going to hit you. Mm-hmm. So you're like, mm-hmm. I'm not driving. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I, I I'm out. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, pass. <laughs> you know? oh. oh, can I talk about soccer for a second? Because mm. we had big things happen Ooh. in soccer today. Yeah. Well, it happened on Wednesday. Um, Diego Moradona oh, he passed from away, Argentina yeah. passed away. Um, yeah. On Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, Argentina had a three-day wake. Uh, Napoli renamed is renaming their stadium for him because <sighs> he played for Napoli yeah. or he played for Argentina. I think he's from Argentina and he played for Napoli. Um, Napoli beat Roma today four to zero, and the last match Maradona saw mm-hmm. was. Uh, I believe they beat Roma. Um, So that was a big deal. Like Napoli shut down for three days as well. Like legitimately he was a hero. He was like banned, I think from Spain for. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. He was, he was the greatest of all time. Um, But he was also like (laughs) kind of a badass because he got banned from Spain for having so well, not banned. He just he had a warrant in Spain because mm-hmm. he had so much cocaine on him one time. <laughs> as you, as one does, you know, as you do. <laughs> so he just never went back to Spain, yeah. from what I understand. Um, as one does. It, like you do. <laughs> I'm not going um, to Spain also, no more, guy. <laughs> yes. So we watched that game today, and it was like super sad um, yeah. because you know. He's the greatest of all time. Uh, Liverpool is still tied for first with Tottenham. But in last fixture, I guess is the technical term. Hamster has to tell me the technical yeah. term so I don't sound like a dum-dum. Yeah. Um, we lost uh, James Mil- Miller. I can't read Hamster's handwriting. <laughs> but we lost our utility player, which is like, not great because we have a bunch out to injuries right now and COVID. So keep us in your thoughts. <laughs> I will keep your football league in, in my thoughts. I will. Thank you. Because yeah. this is a rough one. And Hamster gets in a really bad mood when we play badly. So Oh, is this fantasy? You guys doing fantasy or is this? <laughs> no. Because oh. no. I, I, I mean, he. He plays FIFA, so he yeah. also has his fake soccer team that you can keep in your thoughts. Oh, okay. I have uh, <laughs> I have uh, fantasy news. Ooh. Oh, dear. oh, we do fantasy too, but I don't pay attention. Okay. Well, this is this isn't uh, sports. <laughs> so my fantasy draft is coming up for the challenge. <laughs> for those oh my you, god! Seriously? For those of you oh, who don't. So, MTV has a show called The Challenge, and it's where people from the real world and Road Rules and Are You the One and Big Brother, and then WWE, there's a WWE person now. Oh, my um, word. So, there's these people who got together, and they created a fantasy league, and I found out about it last year, and a friend of mine was like, "Don't do you, like?" he's like, you love The Challenge? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I love The Challenge. He's like, do you do the fantasy? I was like... No, what? And so it's $20 to get in, right? And so I put my $20 to get in. So many people are in this fantasy league. The number one prize was $1,000. Oh, 
Number two was like 500. Number three was like 200. Yeah. So many people. So the way it works is, is when they do the draft, they, they, they group, they do five groups and they take all the people and they put them in in different groups and you can only Mm -hmm. pick one person from each group, right? For a total of five people. So I'm doing this, and I'm doing it like it's fantasy sports. Like I'm like, all right, so because on the challenge, at the end of the episode, that you know they they vote, they they have like these challenges, and like whoever wins gets immunity and gets to pick the other people who are in the tribunal, and then the worst person gets thrown into the elimination, and then the tribunal picks the other person to go in a, to elimination. Yeah, and you know one person gets eliminated and leave the show. And that's every week. So I'm thinking, like, I should pick people who are, at, you know, good at the show and good at, like, good at, like, yeah. the, yeah, like, I didn't realize in the rules, in the rules of the fantasy league, there are things like points for getting drunk, oh. yelling, getting in a yelling fight, having sex in the house. Um and this so is my kind of so I got honest. my ass kicked in because I picked people I thought could win challenges and shit yeah which that's, that's part of it part of it that's points oh. but like you got to pick the people who are gonna like fight and yell and scream and talk shit and um oh and then like they do these things where it's like uh they talk to the camera you know what I'm talking about where it's like fourth wall um like they have to go into a, what's their little it- little interview thing yeah so so that that gets you points and i was just like man i was so dumb i should have read the rules i got my ass smoked this year i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna do better i'm not saying i'm gonna win but i was in a well-rounded team this time i haven't even done the draft yet but last year i was in the bottom three (laughs) there was enough people that paid twenty dollars that there was a thousand dollar first prize and I was in the bottom three. I got my ass smoked. Well, because you thought it was going to be like serious. Yeah. Terrible. No, no, no. Of, just ridiculous. Well, you just know with the reality show. I know. Deal. I watch reality shows. I know. I want, you know, drama mm-hmm. and drunkenness and, yeah. you know. So, yeah. I only stick to things I know. So, I have another the friend. The thing I, have, I bet on yeah. is the new Pope. But I watch the show, and I'm a huge fan. So it changed. It's like watching football. Fantasy, fantasy reality show changes the way you watch it because you're all of a sudden like yeah. you pick people because you know they're gonna fucking melt down and blow up and fucking be shitbags, <laughs> and then you like root for that. You're like, yeah, you yell at her, you tell her she's a bitch, you know. <laughs> and you're like, fuck her in the face, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. And all of a sudden, you're like watching the show in a different way, you know. <laughs> And it's terrible. Did you guys hear what happened on The Bachelorette this year? No. Okay, but so I, want I to. don't watch The Bachelorette. I will tell you that right now, but I am so tempted to watch yeah. it. So I get like news things for reality shows because I'm a trash human who watches like Real Housewives <laughs> and stuff. Right. And, uh, apparently, The Bachelorette fell in love with somebody like very quickly into this season. And, like, she got busted on it, I guess. And she left 
within the first few episodes, and they had to get a new bachelorette. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Like, I do whoops. too. And now, She's all, I like this guy. Can we leave? Yeah. <laughs> and now, and I think she was trying to pull it off, mm. but like, they figured yeah, it out because the cameras follow you everywhere. Yeah. So I kind of want to watch it now because, mm-hmm. again, I'm a trash human mm-hmm. who wants to see how stressful that must be for. <laughs> I mean, well, it, it you know, I know it's all scripted and bullshit, but when something like that happens, yeah. you kind of go, oh, 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 this isn't scripted and bullshit. Totally. Yeah. Huh, huh. Well, and apparently it threw off production because they were like, uh, this is not what we were. Whoops. And literally the host was like in one of the previews is like, you literally just blew up this season. Like, yeah. But what are but who's mad at that person? Oh, you found someone you mad. liked? Awesome. I mean, yeah. I don't think anybody's mad, but they were just like, oh, fuck. Oh. Like, yeah. New show alert. New show alert. I ooh. told you guys. I told you guys about, and I've had people hot come dogs. back. I, I told you about hot dogs. Yeah. New show on Which, uh, Amazon. I'm going to be able to watch next week. Mm. Very excited. Do you have Amazon Prime? I do. Oh, man. There's a new show on Amazon Prime. Yes. It's called The Pack. What is that? So it's a Amazing Race style show. Well, it's a it's a reality show where they these the contestants go from different cities, go to different cities each episode, and they compete in different challenges. Sounds like all the other shows, right? Except yes. they <gasps> do it with their dog. No. It's called I The Pack. I need to watch that. The pack, and it's like zip lining, and they have their dog. They're all, sh- sh- yeah. <laughs> it's great. Like it's stupid, and it's amazing. <laughs> You're like, what does this have to do with the dog? Well, the dog's there. The dog's cute, and it's like sometimes I like the owner, and I and I hate the owner, and I love the dog. But then there's the opposite. I'm like, oh, that dog's kind of a dickhead, but the owner's kind of cool. But it's called Just the like pack. Real life. Yeah, it's called the pack. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's like a. It's like a competition reality show where they they travel across the continent. And I always love these people because they're like, I've always wanted to take my dog to Europe. And you're like, what? <laughs> Who's what? ever said I've that? I've met people like that, though. Yeah. And I've I gar- met people like that. I guarantee, like, whenever they're doing the interviews for this show, the first thing they ask is like, so uh, do you take your dog everywhere with you or no? And everyone who went, yes, they went, okay, keep in that right. person. Yeah. I've always wanted what? to take my dog to Europe. Like what? Se- no. Second question is how many how many vacations have you had your dog? Yeah. Could you but, sleep if you cause... could if you could marry your dog, would you? Yes. <laughs> okay, moving on. I wish I could go on that show with Mitchell, but they would never um yeah. let me on that show just because I would have to be like, No, my dog has anxiety. Yeah. The good thing but about he's so it. Yeah. Cute. The good thing about it is, is they'll have these competitions, and they're like, uh, six months prior to the show being aired, we took the dogs and we went to a special training where they walked across these special bridges and da da da. And you're like, oh, okay. And like they talk to you, like they show you that they've like trained the dogs and you know worked with them. And like one of the challenges, like they're in, um, like they're in Mexico, I think, and. They have this like uh, place that's a uh, uh, earthquake simulator, 
and they have people hidden down in like these holes and they put uh, a certain fragrance on that hole and they train the dog with them. And so they have the dogs trying to find these like people in an earthquake simulation. And you're like, oh man, you know, it, it's pretty awesome. And it uh, reminds me of like the forgotten temple on Nickelodeon, except with, with fur babies instead of children. Right. Right. So it's I great. love it. The pack. It's on the Prime, Amazon Prime. I need to watch it. I need uh, to watch it. Would would yeah. I need to watch it. Must yeah. I I suggest it. You know, and, and it's I, funny because now like Prime. Amazon's like, if you like this show, and there's like five other shows with people and dogs, and I'm all. All right, I'll watch all these. <laughs> I'm gonna watch every I, so single one. Anybody who knows me knows that my dog is like. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Mitchell. He can be a bit annoying. Yeah. But he is the cutest little boy. But yeah. today, guys, Mitchell reached a milestone with Hamster. Oh. So it's taken Mitchell almost two years to... He never hated Hamster, mm-hmm. but he didn't really Embrace care. Embrace him, yeah. Yeah. And now, the last couple of like weeks, he is all about Hamster. He gets oh. super excited when he gets home. He cuddles with him when they, and they watch soccer together. <laughs> but... Nice. Today he went for a walk with just hamster. Mm. Whereas before he would not. There was no way he was going to go if I'm not going. Yeah, he's like, there's some kind of conspiracy going on. And today he was just like, okay, I'm ready to go. Yeah, it was so cute. Well, I will say a milestone happened this week as well. So James was <laughs> there for witness. He's there for witness. So we went home to my parents' house, and my parents have yeah. two dogs. And my Ooh. parents' two dogs do not really get along with the, they. They're not. They're not mean. They're just afraid. Yeah. They're afraid yeah. of other people, and they just mm-hmm. run and hide, and mm-hmm. or hide by my parents. And for the first time in like five or six years, my parents' dogs would jump up on the couch and come over to me. Like the the Boston Terrier would do, you know. Yeah. The last time I went to visit my parents, which was earlier this year, she kind of came up and would like let me pet her. Yeah. But the mutt dog, the little mutt dog, she would never. And yeah. she jumped up on the couch. She let me pet her, and then when I would stop, she would do the paw to like <gasps> go more. So cute. And I was like, wow, this is like six years in the making. Like these dogs oh. would never let me pet them. I mean, here's the deal. Rescue dogs are tricky. Sometimes they've had a bad pass. Sometimes. So, like, Mitchell had a super bad pass. So, Chris has met Mitchell and interacted Mm -hmm. with him. And he's not mean, but he's, like, you know, he's just timid and afraid of, like, every. So, for example, we have to be careful with sandwich bags in our house because they frighten him. Yeah. We don't know why. Right. Um, And so... When a rescue dog actually, like, accepts you, it's, like, a huge deal. Right. It's a huge deal. Right. You know? Which only one of those dogs is a rescue dog. Right. And the, the rescue dog was better than the other dog. Really? Yeah. The other dog. The little yeah. mutt dog is not rescue dog, but. Oh. She's just scared all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I think Mitchell's what it is. Of everything. I, I want to think a lot of it has to do with. Um, them moving like not moving from house to house. You know yeah. what I mean? It's one of those mm-hmm. things where it's like now they're just in one home and the dogs have this this one place to live. 
So that's nice, you know. I don't know, but yeah. like, yeah, they would Maybe let they're me. Maybe a little bit more settled. Yeah. So. They they, they seem pretty happy. <laughs> I I oh, sat yeah. I yeah. sat next to them. Yeah. More I watched, than once. I watched my one my my parents Boston Terrier constantly manipulate the other dog into like giving up its bed. Yeah. It was quite hilarious, oh, yeah. but yeah. It was fun. Just for fun sometimes. Just for fun, Our... yeah, just to fuck with it. Yeah. No real reason behind it. No. No. <laughs> Get up. It's Get a up. game. Cool. It's a yeah. game they play. Yeah. So Michael Lucero, uh, he does a delivery service. Yeah. Um and he he has gotten to the point where Mitchell doesn't hate him. Oh, nice. Like he he doesn't lose it anymore when he comes by. Okay. Um but yes. Uh, also, our cat steals Mitchell's bed all the time. She will literally kick him out of his bed. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah. She she swats him, and then she lays in his bed. Yeah. Because cats. Oh, cats, you know, <laughs> cats are, you know, it's a different... Cats are a whole different thing, man. They're a whole other enchilada. <laughs> they just get mad. I don't know if you for... can hear this. My cat is just at the door rattling the, the doorknob to let me in, to let him in right now. Just for the hell of it, it's pissed, huh? Just angry. So yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, the pack on uh, Amazon Prime is fantastic. I need to watch it. Oh, I have a show suggestion. Mm-hmm. I uh, binged. You know, I like true crime. So yeah. uh, there's a, a limited series on Netflix called Unbelievable. And okay. it's it's not a documentary. It's based on a true story, and it's about like um, a pretty heavy case, but basically about this girl who got uh, raped in her house. Oh. And when the detective comes to talk to her, she ends up like recanting because he doesn't believe her. And then they figure they it shows two detectives that kind of they have two cases that are very similar okay. um, to each other, and they figure out that it was her they find evidence of stuff and it's a true story and the show is so good like mm-hmm. oh my god oh. it's so good the I've, actors I've, are good huh i think i've seen it that's that's the uh the actress that plays the youngest daughter on last man standing oh, i don't know I've i believe seen that. i don't know that i'm, I'm pretty sure I, I've, has, I've seen that one it also has one of the actresses from Nurse Jackie. If you've ever seen Nurse Jackie, one of the detectives, she's in Nurse Jackie as well. Um, but riveting. It's only like eight episodes long, so it's like an easy binge. But it's so good. Huh. Okay. So good. Very cool. Okay. Also, The Mandalorian this week. So James got to see The Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I hadn't seen it. Oh man, the Mandalorian uh, this week was dope as shit. So, oh my god! So for so people, amazing. I'm not gonna do spoilers, but for people no, we can't who do spoilers, but it was. Uh, so for people who I was watch, pretty happy. The Mandalorian for my my first time watching Mandalorian. It ended with that episode. I was oh, all, fuck this yeah. is pretty cool. Thanks, Chris. This the show, awesome. the show <laughs> is very much a western. Hmm. Like the it's it's Star Wars mixed with a Western. Until this week, when they were like, "We're gonna do Kurosawa Star Wars." It was so good. For people who don't know film, Kurosawa is one of the greatest directors in the history of cinema. And 
yeah, the uh, Seven Samurai, you know, yeah. and it's just like like the whole episode is very like they took Jedi and they mixed it with Samurai. Yeah, and it's it was, so <laughs> awesome. It was so mind blowing, uh. and also I I don't want to say my favorite part about it because it'll give things away. But yeah. if you watched like the cartoon series that came out, which I can't think of the name. There's two of them. Of- you're you're actually you're actually not. You've probably only seen one. So, so there's a character that's in the new uh, Mandalorian, and her name is Ashoka. Ashoka? Ashoka. Ashoka. And she's actually from Star Wars. Uh, um, God, what is it? What is it? Uh, Clone Wars. And, Clone Wars. And, and, yeah. and, Clone Wars or Rebels. And, and before that. And Rebels. Yeah. No, Rebels is after. So, oh, cl- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. She was. She's in both. Um, but as soon as I saw her character, I got really excited because there's an element of her character that is very important to the storyline. Uh, it's really, really cool. And it's play, she's played live action by Rosario Dawson. Uh, and who's amazing. Uh, yeah. So for people who don't know, when you're watching um, Ashuka Tano, um, she was the Padawan for yes. Anakin Skywalker. And yes. she got accused of something by the Jedi Council that she didn't do. Yeah. And they convicted her guilty. And then later yeah. on found out she was innocent. And because they didn't trust her, she turned her back on the Jedi Council and yeah. she left. So then yeah. later on she found out that uh, Anakin became Darth Vader and it like destroyed her. So of I don't course. I don't know if she's a full on Jedi. Like it's funny, my mom kept calling her a Jedi and I kept saying I don't know who she is. She has force powers, but I'm not necessarily we sure. Don't know. But I mean, if you think about it, yeah. The fact that she was Anakin's Padawan right. is and then, you know, I that's the part that I can't talk about because I'll give things away, but there's things about what happened in the episode that are kind of a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like full circle. In a way, dude, that the the fight scene where yeah. where it's on the catwalk and yes. uh, the one woman is kicking the, the 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 staff, it's so samurai. It's so amazing. It's so great. I can't. The whole episode was just my favorite episode end, so far. Yeah, this from show beginning to end, it was amazing. It was funny because like, uh, what's his name, Pedro Pascal. Is that yeah. right? Uh, so mm-hmm. it was funny because uh, uh, someone's like, uh, "This just in." Uh, Pedro Pascal has a severe injury on his on his back from uh, carrying the entire Star Wars franchise, and I was like, "Yep," <laughs> I was like, "Cause it's such a good show." If you if you have not seen The Mandalorian, The Mandalorian uh, is the best thing you could watch right now. And it's so good, yeah, it's so good. It's so binge worthy. Yeah. It's uh, Basically, I'm gonna say this. This is really fucked up to say, but I don't care because it's Disney and I don't give a shit. So wait three more weeks, and then pay for one month of Disney Plus and watch yep. season one and season two of The Mandalorian, and then cancel. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I mean, it's unless you have small children, and then keep that shit because it is saving my life right now. Right. But I but... mean, so that's that's gonna be 16 episodes. Oh. Of a show, so whatever Disney Plus costs for one month yeah. is well worth sixteen episodes of that show. 
it is it is yeah. well well oh worth it's it. so good and um i like i love mando so much that i almost changed my cat's name from nugget to mando do you know his week. real name do you know his real name <laughs> i don't oh so that's the other thing that you're missing too they also said the the name of of baby yoda well i yeah. saw that but yeah. i didn't want to give that away no you don't know uh, mando's real name <sighs> it's din yeah, I was gonna say it starts with a D. That's all it's I mean. Din, D-I-N. D-I-N, Din. Yeah, they call all Mandalorians Mando. His yeah, name yeah, is yeah, his yeah, name that. is his name is Din. Yeah. So uh, this so season two of the Mandalorian. It's funny. I saw someone complain about it, and I was like, what? "Are are you shitty?" They're like, "It's just like a they're just traveling across the universe." And I was like, "That's what they do." And I was like, "Well, wait a minute. We've seen Boba Fett. <laughs> We've seen." No, Ashuka so Tano. Good. I mean, I complained a couple weeks ago, but my biggest complaint is like, I wish they would just release the whole yeah, well, season. Yeah, sure. Because I never no. feel like it's enough. They're fucking. They're smart on that. It's so good. <laughs> so we get so my so Smiley and my mom and dad. We sit down to watch this, and my dad's kind of like, mm, I don't know what I want to watch this crap, and uh, we start watching it. And I mean, we get through we, we get through episode eight, and I like I have to sell my dad on. I'm like I'm like, they filmed this. It's Star Wars, but they did it in a very Western style, and they did. Like yeah. when I tell you that, like if you rewatch the show, and you say this is a Western, it is. It, it really well, and Star really Wars is. originally is a Western yeah. set in space. So and, and my dad, man, when we got like we watched eight episodes of the first season. Five episodes of the second, like he, and this is like we started at like five o'clock in the afternoon, and by three, we, right after we got back from white dude, stands, it was like three in the morning, and he was like upset that that there was no more. I was like, yeah. "Are you shitting?" I was like, "Man, I had to wait every week to watch this." I know, it's so good. They liked it a lot, and man. I also call it the Baby Yoda show, sure, yeah, because really, like, um, let's be real. If the child was not part of oh, that show, yeah, oh, he's just so damn cute. <laughs> and then, so not to ruin any spoiler, turn it off. You don't want to hear anymore. The scene, the scene where he's like trying to get him to plug the wire in. Oh my god! Oh my god! That was so like I love the parts of the show where they make him be a baby. Yes. Like well, where the, and, they're in the ship and it starts shaking and they get up there and he's just yeah. jerking the controller back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is well, so awesome. And I think like for a parent too, yeah. it's like so relatable <laughs> yeah. because even if your small child is not a baby, here's the thing. Yeah. We're trying to teach oh. Danny to be like more independent lately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh my God, I just said, <laughs> right. like, what did I just say? And he always says that to like, the child what did i just say but yeah. you can see his like frustration of just like oh my god i just told you what to do and you're not understanding it and it's not your fault but it's still yeah. frustrating i like when he tells me he goes it's i need very you relatable. he goes i need you to behave you know what yeah. i'm talking about <laughs> and you're like yeah he does <laughs> don't eat the eggs. <laughs> he knows. we all know <laughs> he's like you know yeah. what i'm talking about <laughs> i just laugh <laughs> i'm like that's so good and I miss parts like I just miss parts like where he's like got the controller on the ship and he's just jerking yeah. it back and forth. The ship's just shaking. 
<laughs> like, he's just having a good old time. Like, wee. And he's so patient with him, too. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. so cute. And he's like, because he loves that. Like, it's funny because, like, you, it, the, uh, the thing, I didn't binge, I never binge watched it because I watched it as it comes out. Yeah. So the one thing you miss when you watch it week by week is you miss the details. Like, binge watching it, yeah. you catch the details. So he yeah. loves that ball. Yeah. That's on that. That's on the the column of the of the ship. On the like shifter. Yeah. yeah. And he, he you know he loves it. Like I didn't catch that until I watched it through the second time. And like there's three so different I, you know. I binged last season, uh-huh. uh, and then because hamster would watch it every week, and it took some convincing for me mm-hmm. to be honest. I was kind of like mm-hmm. I don't know, and oh. then oh. and then I like watch the first episode so hamster was like you love star wars uh-huh. just watch the first episode oh, yeah. and then i couldn't stop so yeah. i ended up binging the first season and yeah. this season is like back. torture for me oh, i hate it we're almost done it's fine but uh well speaking of star wars though there's a kind of a transition so somebody <laughs> passed away oh i know yeah david Today, david right? prowse yeah um he played the original darth vader darth- he was 85 and i mean you know it's it's interesting because people are like oh man that's it you know he he lived a long life but he was a a big guy and he played darth vader and you know and it's it's really interesting to me because two years ago um you know our friend ming chin he got me uh, a gig where i got to interview at uh comic-con i got to interview kane and uh lita and goldust the wwe wrestlers because Really, like I, I found out, like a lot of people don't, you know, they don't have people to do that. So after right. I after I interviewed them, I got to go back in the green room with them, and I was kind of like just like in total shock of just you know doing this thing that I never thought in my life I'd got to do, and it was really crazy because um, as I go back in the green room, all the people who are. Um, there to sign autographs and take pictures or in this room. Right. And it's Meredith from the office and it's uh, um, some Power Rangers and there was Chekhov from Star Trek and there was Beverly Crusher from Star Trek and Kane was in yeah. there and da, da, da. And then right in front of me, and I mean, it's like a who's who of like my life. Like it was just this weird like, you know, you know, thing about like pop culture where I'm in this green room and it's like people f- like from my life and right in front of me on one of those uh, scooters like that you ha- you know that if you're mm. handicapped you have to ride was uh Peter Mayu mm. Chewbacca you know yeah and you know it was really sad cuz he was you know you know he's you know I, I you know, I'm 40 I was 43 at the time and um Peter May, who's pretty old, and uh, yeah, he's sitting on the scooter, and they have these special like oven mitt style boots that he has on, and Aww. they they have a thing connected to him that like they warm his legs so that he can have circulation. And I'm just like, man, shoot! Like, first of all, I'm like, Chekhov is to the left of me, Beverly Crusher's to the left of me, Meredith from the office is getting a massage on the massage table. There's a bunch of Power Rangers, which I'm not a Power Rangers person, sitting at a table. There's wrestlers sitting at a table, and then there's Lou Diamond Phillips. Mm-hmm. And in front of me is fucking Chewbacca. 
And yeah. and he's like kind of hunched over and he's just kind of like zoned out. Well, and he was a super tall guy too. Oh yeah, he was taller than uh, than this guy yeah. than David Prowse. Yeah. And I'm like I you know and I'm like I'm like breathing heavy because I just came off stage from interviewing these people and uh, one of them was a complete asshole and mm-hmm. uh, the other two were amazing and uh, I'm just like coming down from this high. And I'm like, man, that is Chewbacca. I'm standing in front of Chewbacca. And then he died, I think, two to three months later. Yeah. And then today, you know, Darth Vader died. So. I think the one that got me was Carrie Fisher. Yeah, I cried so hard when Carrie Fisher passed. I was just. Yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, Definitely. And, And, you know. It was well, weird. she kept her spunk and her sass. Yeah, the oh, whole actually, time. <laughs> honestly, to be honest, it was really shocking that she lived as long as she did. Because, <laughs> like, I would, I would listen to shows and they would talk about her. And uh, Jay Moore, like Jay Moore, does a podcast, and he was like, "Yeah, she would show up." Like he did a movie with her, and she would show up and just like at five a.m. She would show up on time, like five in the morning, and crack open a fifth of Jack Daniels and just start the day. And you're like. Oh, geez. I mean. Yeah. Well, she just had lots of. uh, I mean. You know, her mom, you know, there was, you know, she wrote that Postcards from the Edge. um, Yeah. And, uh, you know, growing up in a. She had a lot of turmoil. Yeah. But I loved uh, what she said about, um, like, people asked her why she didn't really do anything after star Wars. And she's uh, like, well, because I'm too old and I don't want to wear that bikini anymore. And <laughs> the bikini doesn't fit or like whatever. Right. And she just always kind of had this like way of just saying right. whatever was on her mind. Sure. And you know, no, I do. Yeah. And, uh, no, she was great. But she, you know, she was, you know, like a lot of people don't know, like, you know, she was from a showbiz family. Debbie mm-hmm. Reynolds was her mom. Eddie Fisher was her dad. Yeah. And there was so much baggage, you know, they're just, you know, yeah. Well, and I think pressure also. Yeah. And I mean. That pressure had to be. Yeah. Um, actually, something to think about. I want to see it, and I don't know when it's coming out. You did see that they're making, that, that there's a Belushi Yes. Documentary coming out. Yes. So I grew up with John Belushi as a kid. My mother is a huge John Belushi fan to the point where my mother said once Belushi died, SNL was irrelevant. Nothing to her. Yeah. So I'm excited to see it. Cause in, you say Carrie Fisher because Carrie Fisher was, you know, I don't remember which one she dated. She dated one of them. She dated Belushi or she dated uh, Dan Aykroyd, one of them. I think she dated... I want to say it was Belushi. Yeah. So I'm also a huge Belushi fan. Yeah. Um, Belushi and Chris Farley were probably the two people I remember laughing yeah. at the most when I was a kid. My dad was a huge Belushi fan. Um, and we're re-watching Saturday Night Live from the beginning. Yeah. And Belushi is the highlight for sure. Oh, totally. <laughs> Such we just a, watched yeah. yesterday. We just watched Ray Charles host Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. And Belushi did his Ray Charles impression Amazing. next to Ray Charles. Okay, better impersonation. Ray Charles or when he does, um, oh, God, what is his name? Joe um, Cocker. Joe Cocker. 
Joe Cocker. The Joe Cocker's amazing because Joe Cocker it's was such so a good. fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, Ugh. but uh, I'm excited for this yeah. bougie documentary. I cannot wait. Yeah. I think it's a long time coming. Also. Okay. Wow. I just read a factoid. When she was doing back uh, to back with the first one. When she was in the Blues Brothers, she choked that was in on a documentary. <laughs> she choked on a Brussels sprout, and Dan Aykroyd performed the Heimlich maneuver and saved her life. What? Yeah, I just read that. Interesting. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. That's crazy. We'll end with that. I think. Uh, I think that we've done enough damage for today. Um, I think so. It's been a good show. I've really enjoyed this one. Uh, I feel like we haven't done a show in a while, which is weird because it's only been eight days. I mean, we did one last Saturday. Yeah. And that, that it was. It feels weird when I don't see you guys, though. So. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it'll be, you know, it'll be better. It, it, it has to go. It has to be worse before it gets better. True. You guys want to promote anything before we uh, head out? Uh, I have. This little jewelry box. You don't have to zoom in, Chris. Um, I made this myself. I'm super proud of it. Uh, You can purchase one at Uh Holly's underscore tiny things. And um, you can go on Etsy, Holly's tiny things. um, Because I have no comedy to promote. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, what can you do? You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And then, James, you are in – what can people see you in? Uh, right now you can uh, see me <clears throat> on Hulu or on the NBC app uh, yeah. in The Brave or Midnight Texas. Or on uh, Netflix, you can see me in Daybreak. There's probably some other things, but those are the ones I like to promote. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, I do another podcast other than this. I know, I know, I know. It's terrible. I'm a, I'm a bad person. But it's called What's Up ABQ. Uh, you can uh, find us on any of the podcast sites, Google Google Play, uh, iTunes. And if you live in the, you know, it's more for people who live in the New Mexico or Albuquerque area. And uh, we talk about what, with people with, you know, local businesses and uh, what's going on in Albuquerque. So check that out. Uh, I took over for, it's not a show that I created. Uh, I'm, I'm not... Uh, I don't actually, I'm just a, ta- I'm on our talent. It's really great. Uh, I just sit down and I record and then I send it off and other people take care of all of the work for me. It's great. It's the best thing ever. And um, I'm taking over for a, a wonderful uh, host, uh, Lindsay Freeman. Uh, she moved to Portland and uh, I have a great co-host, Ryan Freeman. So check it out. What's up, baby Q? And uh, we're all members of the Barilla's Podcasters Guild. So um, go to brillspodcastersguild.com I believe that's the website let me see uh, cast.com maybe maybe let's see I don't know something like that we're, we're all a member of the Brillas Podcasters Guild and you know we teach people how to make podcasts so it's a cool thing it's great check us out um other than that, uh, we do a show here from 6 to 8 p.m. on on every Sunday. Uh, go to tendringminimum.com. That's where we have the poster for um, the storehouse in New Mexico. And you can click on the QR code and you can donate money uh, to the storehouse, which people, you know, it's, a, it's one of those times where you donate. You know, it's the holidays. 
Man, I'm really man. These beers are really hitting me. Sorry, guys. I know. Same. I'm I'm a little. I apologize. Whoo, so I'm gonna say goodbye. Uh, thank you guys for being here this week. Uh, happy holidays. It's you know Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, with that, we are. Ten drink. Minimum. <laughs>